word. My name is Holly. I am the youth minister. Um, I'm really excited to speak with you um, this evening. Um, this is the second time that I've, um, I've shared this, this word from God um, that I feel that God's placed on my heart. So um, if you were here this morning, and I know a few of you were, I apologize, it's the same talk, but God has fresh things, doesn't he, every time um, we hear from his word. Um, so we are in our second week of this series that we are um, covering at the moment called Made for Good, looking at how God has made us and what we're made for. And I'm going to be speaking on how our experiences are part of shaping us. So to start with, um, I'd love you to imagine a corridor, okay? So you're standing in the middle of a corridor, um, just like that one, um, and, and if you look as far as you can to, to one end, it's the day you were born, okay? So there's the day you were born as far as you can see, and on the journey from where you are now to that day, there's a lot of stuff going on, okay? So there are pictures on the wall of all the people that you've met and you've, um, you, that you've known and that you've loved, maybe or not so much loved. There are um, doors to places that you've been, windows to memories that you've had. There's a whole lot of experience down this corridor. Highs, lows, triumphs, and challenges. Our experiences form part of what make us who we are. So tonight we're going to be looking at two awesome New Testament passages that I was given. Um, and we're going to be wrestling um, with what we can learn about God from those passages and what they say about the different things that we go through. And then we're going to be um, wrestling with this heart struggle that kept coming out as I was preparing for this evening and, and this morning, which is, is what I go through part, is, is it separate from my purpose or is it part of it? Is my life and all the things I experience, is that part of what God's got for me or is that a separate thing that I can sort of keep separate? Is what I go through separate from my purpose? So I'm going to start by reading from 2 Corinthians, and this is the first chapter of this book, and I'm reading verses 3 to 5. It says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. So the context of this passage then is, this is Paul, and he's writing a letter to the people in Corinth. And in Corinth, um, Paul had visited and he'd founded a church with the people there. He'd set it up to thrive. And then he left and a lot of bad stuff started happening in Corinth. So he wrote to them and then he visited, trying to sort of help them with the things that were going wrong. And then he left again and stuff was still not particularly great over in Corinth. And so he writes this letter. 
And actually, the stuff that was going wrong at this time in Corinth was there was an opposing teacher. So there was someone who was teaching different things from Paul, a different gospel, false teachings. And actually, this person was lying about Paul. They were um, ridiculing him. He was being made fun of. Um, And actually, all of the um, investment that Paul had made into these people in Corinth, it was sort of crumbling behind him. So he's writing from that place. And he calls God the God of all comfort. I don't know what you think, but I think that sounds like someone who has experienced the comfort of God, that they're going through something really difficult, and yet they can still call God the God of all comfort. And I think one of the things that this tells us about who God is, is that he is a relatable God who cares about us. He's not far off and remote. He doesn't Um, ignore the stuff that goes on for us. He cares about us. He is relatable. And actually, in the very person of Jesus, he shares in our human experience. Because when God became a man in Jesus, he knows what it's like to be human, doesn't he? He understands what we go through day to day and, and, and the way we live and the trials that we face and the triumphs that we have. He gets it. He shares in our human experience and he is the God of all comfort. Paul also calls God the father of compassion, doesn't he? I've got a definition for this word, compassion. Um, Hopefully it comes up. Yeah, it's concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Compassion motivates people to go out of their way to help the physical, mental, or emotional pains of another. Compassion spurs us on, doesn't it? It motivates, it draws out an action. And Paul calls God the father of compassion. And I reckon, as his children, we could be the children of compassion, couldn't we? We could be children that that are spurred to action by what we see in the world around us. Children of compassion. And if we, we have this inherited compassion is what I mean by that. And if we go back to the verse in 2 Corinthians, there's a so that after these two amazing things that we can learn about God. We can learn God of all comfort and father of compassion who comforts us in all our troubles so that. So that we can comfort those in any trouble. And that means not just what I've been through, doesn't it? Not just the very things that I've experienced I can then share with you, but the very fact that I have experienced the comfort of God means that we can share that comfort with others. I think that's an incredible calling and purpose for all of us. 
Now, there are many experiences, um, sorry, many examples of, of different people using their experiences and that affecting the decisions and the choices that they make in their life. And I actually had a really hard time deciding which ones to talk about. Marvel is full of them, the Marvel characters, about going through something and that changing the way they choose to live and the decisions that they make. But actually, I ended up, this might come as a surprise to you, I ended up landing on Marcus Rashford. Now, I'm not a football person, and I'm really glad that Mark, my husband's not here, because he'd probably laugh that I'm giving a football analogy, but it's not. It's not a football analogy, okay? So we're okay. Um, to, to, but to talk about Marcus Rashford for a moment, you may have heard of what he did in the first lockdown, but let me share a little bit about that. So Marcus is a footballer, like I said, and apparently he plays for Manchester United. Is that right? Yeah? Okay. Um, and um, he came, um, he grew up in a single parent household where Marcus's mum had to work multiple jobs to keep food on the table for Marcus and his siblings. And actually, Marcus um, would often see his mum skipping meals so that him and his siblings could eat. That was part of what he saw growing up. And then when lockdown in March 2020 hit, you may have heard that Marcus Rashford teamed up with Fair Share, a um, charity, to make sure that the children who would have normally received free school meals, who were now pulled out of school, still got those meals. And it started in Greater Manchester, and then it spread as a national campaign. And by July, four million meals had been given to children across the country. I think that is incredible example of someone taking their experience and using it with the choices and the decisions that they make. But it's quite large scale, isn't it? <laughs> it's quite large scale. So um, I'm going to share a slightly smaller scale um, example of someone using their experiences and sharing that with another person. So we're going to watch a short video now. Hey, I'm gonna make you lunch, so you hang out with Finn, okay? I'm right back there. Let's talk, Finn. I've been on this earth for four long years! From one man to another. Here's my advice. Mommy and Daddy are gonna say no a lot. They're just trying to keep you alive. When Mommy and Daddy say no, always ask Grandma. Grandma always says yes! Mommy says too much scream time is bad, but I don't believe it! Someday you'll have to wipe your own butt. It's nasty. You gotta give your mama a hug every day. Grumps will try to get you to sleep more. Don't do it. You might miss out something exciting. When in doubt, just Sing. All you need is love. Do, 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 do. Good job. So cute, isn't it? So cute. But a brilliant example of someone using their experience and sharing it with another person, I think. Maybe a slightly smaller scale than Marcus Rashford. We're going to go and look at the Romans passage now and dig into what that says about God and our experiences. So 
Romans 8 verse 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So I'm going to start by asking the question, what is this not saying? Because I think that's really important with this verse. It's a brilliant verse, but it's also a really challenging verse, especially if you've seen hard times. So this verse is not saying that all that we go through is good. It's not saying that God sees what we go through and what we experience, the highs and the lows, and calls it good. It's not saying that. God does not undermine your sufferings like that. But what is it saying? Well, hold that question. We're going to go back to that first Corinthians passage to answer it. Okay, stay with me because the second part of that Corinthians passage, I really didn't want to preach on. I sort of wanted to ignore it and stay at the top part of the verse. That felt a little bit easier, but the spirit wouldn't let me. So here we are. Let's dig into it. So the second part of that um, passage says, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. What does it mean to suffer with Christ? We all go through stuff, don't we? We all go through good times and difficult times. And actually, no matter who you are, no matter where you live on this earth, no matter what culture you are from, no matter how much money you have, we will all go through difficult things. Jesus says that in in the book of John, it is quoted saying that, that in this world we will have trouble. But what's the difference between the difficulties that, that everybody goes through and suffering with Christ, sharing in God's, in Christ's sufferings. We can't forget that the one that we follow was tortured and ridiculed and ultimately killed. But when Jesus suffered, it was not in vain. There was a well-planned purpose. The victory of the resurrection that comes after Christ's sufferings, when Jesus rose from the dead and conquered death, the victory of that does not take away the pain that Jesus went through on the cross. That still happened and it was still as awful as we know it is. Um, But it does give it purpose. The victory of the resurrection does not take away the sufferings of the cross, but it does give it purpose. And we share in Christ's sufferings by recognising the purpose in the pain. So that passage in Romans says that we are called according to his purpose. God's purposes. God's purposes are all good. And we recognise that God's purposes in all things is that he works them for good. So you and me and our experiences, all of that is called according to his good purposes. 
So we can do a bit of a verse mashup, if you'll allow me. And we can read these two verses like this. In all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds in Christ. This doesn't take away from the difficult, painful stuff that we go through, but we can recognise that God has a good purpose. And let's remember that this is the God of all comfort and the father of compassion, through whose comfort we can comfort others. It's that God who gives purpose to what we go through, good and bad. Now, I just want to address something quite sensitive at this point. If you have been the victim of bullying or abuse or terrible circumstances, Please hear me that I'm not saying that you are, de- um, you are defined by these experiences. I say that we are shaped by our experiences because you can't not have gone through that stuff. It did happen. It can't be taken away. And, but I'm not saying that it defines you. It is not your identity. And if it feels like it does, if it feels like it is your identity, then can I really encourage you to seek some support, to speak to our pastoral care team, to speak to the clergy here, to speak to a doctor or a counsellor, whoever it might be, but that those experiences wouldn't form part of your identity, that they wouldn't define you. We may never fully understand or see the good that God can bring out of all of it. But we can benefit from his comfort. So back to that heart struggle that I was talking about at the beginning. Is what I go through separate from my purpose? Let's look back down that corridor of where we've been in our lives. As we look down all the experiences that we've been through, we can know that we are made for God's good purposes. Our experiences form part of that. They are part of how we are made. And this doesn't undermine our sufferings. It's exactly the opposite, in fact, because God really gets suffering. He gets what you're going through if you are in hard times at the moment. Remember, the victory of the resurrection does not take away the pain and the suffering of the cross. God's ultimate good purposes don't make your suffering good. But God can use all all of it for good because you were made for good and we don't do this alone we have the God of all comfort and the father of compassion with us so what do we do firstly I think this starts with letting God comfort us God doesn't force his comfort on us. We have to let him. 
maybe you need to let God comfort you this evening. Secondly, we can use our experience of being comforted by God to comfort others, to own that we are children of compassion. And lastly, as we look down that corridor, we can also look ahead with the perspective that God has purposes to bring good out of all things through us. We were made for this. We were made for good. Amen.